Yo, people, them. Oh, it's jumping straight in it like that, yeah? Get me. Welcome to another hood therapy session. Oh, is that what this is? With your boy, your boy with the belly, anonymous T. No face, no case. My person will not be exposed on this podcast. I mean, maybe one day, bro. Like, when the police bust in the studio, I'll be like, get out on the floor, motherfuckers. Take that fucking belly off right now. <laughs> Take it off. There's nothing underneath. I'm not fucking joking. Take it off. Oh, right. That's me. Oh, yeah. That's me, me. Um, yeah. Brooks taming out here. You already know how it is. Shy Town Londoner. We can't be talking booting about booting, bro. Can't talk that about, put that shit into the air. No, nah, obviously. I mean, one day the, the, it's going to happen, isn't it? Like, just like Kendrick said, um, oh, wow, how am I going to fuck up the lyric and quote, man? <laughs> but, you know, you're going to see where the, exactly where the government has shot me, right? I And go. the way you've been talking so reckless about <laughs> CIA, boy, hey, I'm not going to lie. When I'm walking home these days, I'm watching my shoulder. <sighs> Any minute now, I'm telling you. I'm just seeing white men with Under Armour. Hoodies and shit, just walking around, <laughs> just trying to look casual. Speaking of Under Armour, um, I know you're not interested at all, but yeah, and yet another year where New England Patriots win the Super Bowl. Come on! But the whole thing was bug anyway. Like, Tom Brady, ma- out here. The match was dead. First of all, I thought we were supposed to watch that together. I don't know where you were, bro. Like, Motherfucker, I messaged you. I'll tell a lie. I was mad busy that day. So <laughs> busy, yeah. I was busy, um, but. Like, yeah, it was a dead game. It was a dead score. Like, it was just dead. And it was just another fucking year where these, these cheaters, yeah, win again, so. Last year was sick, bro. Yeah, last they year was really good. That was a fucking performance. Well yeah. done to the Eagles, but this year was dead. Was this year, like, an obvious win? Like, you Pretty much. Through numbers. Pretty much. And they were up all the time. The worst part is the Lambs could have done, could have done something, but they didn't. It was just lazy. It was dead. It was boring. It was a lot. I didn't even watch the halftime show. Like it was boring. It was so good. everyone's basically polishing Tom Brady's dick right now. Pretty much. I'm, I'm like, what is he forty seven now? Like, dude, retire, man. God damn, you got six rings. You only got five fingers on one hand. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, that's 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 the American Sport Report brought to you by Brooks. So yeah, there you go. That's mine. But <clears throat> go on, tell me a story. I I don't know why I brought sports into it straight away, but hit me. I don't really have an interesting story. I got one for you. It happened I, today, right here in the studio. Oh, shit. <laughs> you just going to put my on blast like that. I told you it was be the story. Oh. So I'm chilling with my uh, co-host, you know, get ready to start the podcast. And I say, yo, roll one up. You might as well. So my co-host decides to roll one up. Because Brooks be that lazy one. That hey, man, listen, man, I'll be providing, though. So he rolls up now. And then like it was a very professionally, very quickly done roll. And then I'm like, hold on a minute. <clears throat> that paper looks kind of shiny still. Both look at the paper. Hold on a minute. Is that not the you've only got 10 papers left paper that man's <laughs> used to roll? <laughs> I mean, fair dues. It was a brilliant roll. But my God, like, how did you not notice? Listen, in my defense here, yeah, I just come back from the editing studio. So mad sessions occur in the editing studio. I'm very, very fresh. Furthermore, you um, use these. By the way, ways. for all the people out there who might not be familiar with the word frass, okay. uh, it basically means, it could possibly mean high, drunk, or not currently stable to perform tasks. Frass. Get me another one on the books. But yeah, man. And furthermore, you use these weird flavoured Rizzlers, which I don't really part- like Juicy to partake in. Juicy J rolling papers, man. Come on. Shout out Juicy J. Yeah, I don't know about pineapple. <laughs> he say, uh, you say no to drugs, Juicy J can't. Yeah, that was kind of mad. I can't lie. Big bang, take a little bang. 
But then the, the annoying part about that was then I had to unwrap the zoo and then roll up a whole nother zoo all over again. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did look at Brooks and I said, bro, let's smoke this. Like, I don't really care. But Brooks wasn't on it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure about that ink. You got to email me and let me know. Like, like, tell a lie. You know what? Here's another one for you. Yeah? And he, like people are going to think this is sacrilege. But hey, man, it is what it is. Get me. Um, them times there, it, I, I had no money, but I had food. Hard times. I had, I think, I, did, I, did I, did I, I don't know, I'm not sure if I had chip or even tobacco. Um, and I remember the day, like, it was raining outside, all sorts. Break that shit. So then it. I had to, you know, I had to become creative with, with what I could use as material because you can't use every paper to, to smoke, obviously, because the smoke, you know, will fuck you up. Mm. So I'm looking, I'm looking, and the only thing that is like pliable, you know, enough to bend, enough to burn properly, is like a certain book. Oh wow! I hope this isn't taking that turn. <laughs> uh, some people might find uh, that book to be a holy book. Oh, fuck. some people might think it's gibberish, but nonetheless, I use the pages of that book. Boy, and how was your high? It was very holy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, man, I had to resort to just you know, and what did I use? I think I just like probably the index page or something. I don't think I use any like chapters or anything like that. At least you put it to good use. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to you know, um, Jesus. And also shout out to Fire Festival. <laughs> but, <laughs> Fire Festival. What do you think of that, cuz? See, this was on my radar a long time ago, and I even showed you the video that was made about it a long time ago. I remember. Um. And, like, now that they've just made that whole Netflix document, well, not just made, but it's, you know, in the time of which we're recording this, it's only recently been released. Um, so, yeah, like like I said, it was on the radio already, so I already knew about my man, Billy. Um, Shout out, Billy, though. And, Billy, uh, a true hustler. We all remember when the, 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 the whole thing, you know, went down, because it was a meme of all memes at the time. It was everywhere. Um, but, yeah... <laughs> Um, yeah, I knew about it. Why? Because, I don't know, like, I just feel like a man like Billy just pulled a heist on, like, a bunch of people. For people who don't know who Billy is, could you break could you break down who this Billy character is? Billy is Ja Rule's boyfriend, gay best partner, who they like okay. to interact with. Okay, can I just pause it there for, for one second? Because these are all allegations I don't know if you're making or if the internet's made, because I haven't really been on the internet like that, like that recently. But if you're going to shout out and say a man is a homosexual without evidence can you at least say it, allegedly because just for the sake of you know our integrity i hear you when I mean, we have none but you know help alleg- me out here allegedly no thank face you. no case thank you i feel like I all right be please hung. continue <laughs> but i feel like yeah i feel like he started a company which became very successful he, the card company the credit card company yep. and it being all different types of metal and which was yeah which was also kind of a scam anyway within itself it's because basically he was committing mail fraud but anyway yeah yeah okay. so it was basically for people who didn't have much money in their account but wanted to floss with a nice credit card and he was Something aiming it as flashy. young at young uh at a young audience yeah like you got like a four pound in there and then you're in sainsbury's and you buy a girl a drink but like you bring out your card and it's oh that's a nice card and it's metal these times you got two pound my coochie's wet yeah but he started that off. He was very successful with it. Turned over millions and millions of dollars. And probably was a hip-hop fan too. He met Ja Rule 
oh my God, Jaru, this, this, that. Jaru's looking at this little white boy like, boom, this guy can bring me some money. He can make me some money. Or I can flip this white brick right here and make some money off of it. There you go. So he's grabbed him by his collar, like, come, we're going to work together. We're going to come up with this fire festival. Actually, that's incorrect because the story goes that Billy tried to contact Jaru multiple times sure. and he got scammed. Uh, he the first thing he oh, did yeah. on Instagram was like, "Hey, yo, man, I could get you to meet Jaru like for five hundred, five hundred." And he sent the guy five hundred. That uh, just proves my point even more that he was gay and he just wanted dick. Man, literally chased him down. Allegedly, him, paying people. So sorry, please continue. But so yeah, him and Jaru made a link. They made a link. They were like, "Yeah, we're gonna make this money. We're gonna make this paper." And then Billy wasn't really coming through. There was a couple hiccups. And then Jar just said, listen, I need my money. Or I need some sort of service from you. Like, you get me? And then just adopted him as his gay bedroom. And just started bitching him out. So you're saying uh, Jaru was pimping him out to various businesses, trying to make uh, various incomes. But that's exactly what it was. Because if you, if you think about it, everything was on Billy's name. Nothing was, to, was attached to Jaru, so Jaru just. Walked well, that's out only of because Billy was committing mail fraud amongst other, um, uh, wire fraud as well. Like, they, uh, who was profiting? Who was taking some of those peas? And what business was it going into? But was Jaru seeing any of that money? That's more no. Was he seeing any of that money? I'm asking. Come on, come on. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. They're business partners. They have to be splitting some sort of money. They're out here trying to party on this island. And remember, they hired all those models <clears> and shit doing dumb shit. Oh, who are also getting sued by a class. Oh. Action lawsuit, by the way, because of like recent. So anyway, so Billy's so Billy, Billy and Jar became became friends, and I'm using that in quotation marks because you've made all these alleged allegations. They were fucking. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were doing. Like, they were just trying to start a business, and it flopped. All right, so then they decided, hey, you know what we should do? Throw a party on an island. It will be the biggest party anyone's ever seen. Well, they came up with a great. You know what? I must say, like, let's take a, a quick sidestep. The marketing strategy was brilliant, and like when I was a, uh, a young teenager uh, going to college and all of that shit, I, I really, really wanted to go into advertising. It never happened, but like advertising is the devil's playground, yeah. So then, man, tricked a whole generation of kids mm. uh, due to advertising. And then um, the proceeded behind the scenes to build the festivals on Pablo's Island, which oh, yeah. wasn't Pablo's Island. That pissed me off. It's lies, exactly. False advertising and do, and like they had like um, when you're purchasing your accommodation, like they've got mini villas and like one bedrooms and two bedrooms, trying to make it look all flashy and putting price tags like twenty five bags on it, and then these men have just come into what a tent. Well, 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 come on now. Like I said, the advertising said that they were going to get these things. And like Billy said, the day before, you know, the site was going to be open, they were hit by a huge storm. And that changed everything. That changed the entire plan. And the men on the island that were working, you know, also needed money. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about the 200 plus. You know what? We're breaking down this whole documentary. But basically, Fire Festival was a scam created by Ja Rule and Billy or Billy and Ja Rule, whoever's name you want to put first. Who were in relationships or was in a relationship. (laughs) Allegedly. Um, And scammed a whole bunch of, uh, I want to say white kids, primarily because they were the ones that had the money to buy the majority of the tickets. So, yeah, I'm going to say white kids. Um, And, you know, because of that, now the FBI are investigating young Billy. And I don't know how attached or detached Ja Rule is from young Billy. But there is a a, a very um, driven 
homosexual story within the documentary that you should watch. That isn't, that is not alleged. Like, that actually did happen. That isn't necessarily about Billy and Ja Rule. So, you know, if th- there's that. Boy, shout out to that guy that said. <laughs> don't, 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 don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't Anything ruin it. for my team. Oh, come on, man. Let, let, let the people see it. Because that, that, that within itself, he should have his own documentary. I feel like if we met someone like that, like, and, like, when the time came for you keep us him on to the hire team, yeah? a manager, yeah, when it's management time and we need, we're recruiting a manager, I feel like I have to ask that question. Uh, will pro- you be willing to do anything? For Are the you team? willing to take one for the team, family? Like, we're going to roll up with this four door, we're going to hop out uh, the back seat. Uh, with this four, hustle. yeah, and you're going to you're gonna pop off four, you understand? You get me? No more. Look a man deep in his eyes, and if he says yes, I'm shaking your hand. You're Signing hired. the contract, yeah? There right there go. and then. Are you gonna review it? Are you gonna take it for the Bali as well? I can't show my face. <laughs> That's a liability there. Like, I'm not trying to catch a case. I'm trying to blow. So can't leave loose ends. Speaking of loose ends, like um, this has been brought to my attention, and I have done no research on it. Maybe you know more information than I do, right? Mm. Twenty one Savage. Twenty one. Twenty one. So I didn't know, and I don't think anybody knew. Twenty one Savage is British. Come on, I I didn't know that either. But so I then, that. so then now that Twenty One Savage is in, is, is in uh, legal, uh, sorry, slash immigrational trouble Facts. in the U.S. of A. Facts. He's asking to deported, get your ass back to England. Twenty One, Twenty One. Um, yeah, everybody found out he's British, and like people have reacted mad to it. Like, I don't know, the whole weekend that happened, it became obviously a meme because that's what our generation does. But let's talk about immigration for a second, <laughs> can yeah, we? Bro. Because <clears throat> I'm not gonna break down my fucking immigration status on this fucking podcast, but it's calm, in it. Right now, it's calm. That's what I'm saying. It's calm. As long as right? we don't get caught by no stop checks, <laughs> no CIA, and nothing like no, that. No, I'm no. good. Now, joking, but real talk. Um, when it comes to uh, immigrating to the US of A, especially now with a madman at the helm, a yellow madman, a pumpkin, if you will, with crazy hair, uh, chilling at the wheel on new with the finger on the nuclear button. Um. It's gone mad because, like, you can get, obviously, when you, depending on what your visa type is, when you go there, you can get, um, like, a celebrity visa. Like, like I'm assuming what he had. Sorry, not a celebrity visa. An entertainment visa. Mm-hmm. And after a certain amount of time, you have to renew said visa. Of course. And I don't understand how people on his team, his professional team, didn't didn't sort that out. Like, or maybe he didn't tell them. Cause, because I did None of us knew. The, the, you know what? So before we go back to the main subject of immigration, nobody knew this guy was British. Like, yeah. I didn't know. I'm not saying I'm. I know everything, but like nobody seems to have known. Yeah. And I'm thinking, did his team not know that he was British and he was like just skirted under the radar, pretending to be uh, from the American ghettos and red hair, hair? Twenty one, twenty one, twenty one. Like right. out here. I know for a fact. Yeah, did did that, Amber know? That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I know for a fa- you know I know for a fact here yeah, that he's got Jewish lawyers in it, so his lawyers are proper hands on. So they allegedly. Sh- Come on, he's got paper. I'm not going to lie. I like 21. He's got paper, so I feel like they should have been able to pattern that. And he caught charges years ago. Like, he's got marijuana charges, gun charges. So, like, this has never been brought up in court. Mm. And it had, his visa had been expired. Mm. So, like, I don't know what kind of paperwork he's pulled. But from what I found out, a man like 21 was born in Newham. He's born in the oh hospital. God. Yeah, he's from East London. Yo, shout out East London, innit? Come on, you know what? If 21, like, I think he went to America at the age of seven. But I'm telling you, if he grew up around here, yeah, he would have definitely been one of these drill artists out here talking about shankings and 
all of these stabbing Woody though. <laughs> Woody though. Like a typical East London guy. This nigga got a tattoo on his face. It's a, a knife. knife. So you know what he's going to be carrying in London. What the man in East London carry? It's a knife. Facts. 21. 21. So it's kind of mad still. His mum's from London. Like there was a video I was watching. Her mum's just speaking with a British accent. That's hilarious though, man. I can't... Excuse me, but why do you have a crucifix tattooed on your face? It's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> He's got stacks of peas in front of him as well. Furthermore, yeah, come to find out you know, who's 21 Savage's dad is. Oh, God. Story, the story thick. The plot thickens, rather. It gets deeper, my guy. So these times, come to find out his dad's called Dr. Amsu. He's a doctor. Right. And this guy is actually a famous doctor. He's within a group, which is something about uh, stop the pill, like... Something about um, contraceptives and stuff like that. Right, but he's the anti-contraceptive. Yeah, he's living that kind of life. But come to find out, he was he's been on the Breakfast Club. Like <laughs> this guy's been out in the media, but he's never claimed Twenty One Savage as his youth. And Twenty One's never claimed him as a dad. Wow. So this is wow. It's kind of mad still. Her drama hour brought to you by her therapy session. And to spice it up even more, yeah, I have a theory. I feel like Amber Rose snitched on 21. <laughs> I feel like the Kade broke up and Amber Rose is fucking this new brother. Oh and 21 probably like draw the new thing or fucked one of her bedrooms, like Black China or something, yeah. And then she's like, I'm not having it. Fuck it. Mm. She called Ice. I was like, yeah, is this immigration? <laughs> 21, 21. <laughs> I hanged up. <laughs> uh, Jerry, we just got a strange call. A woman just said 21, 21 three times and hung up the phone. I know. <laughs> nah. Uh, let's get on it. Wow. Did, did, do you think Icebox came him and busted it on the door? Like things like that? Like, From what I read, he was driving and a police car pulled him over and the car behind the police car was ICE agents. Bruv, he should have pulled Sovereign Citizen, isn't it? <laughs> Basically, yeah. He could have pulled that in Atlanta as well. Like. Uh... But yeah, they basically targeted him. Like, man was driving... Pulled him out and man's doing 23 down 23 hours lockdown. Boy. They're treating him like a criminal. Well, bro. yeah, you are a crook. You're an illegal alien. Like we don't and you know, you could you could you could be doing any kind of you could be supplying terrorism for all we know. You're not even paying taxes according to the American government, but you are because illegal immigrants actually pay more to the system and are actually less likely to do to do crime. Why? Because they don't want to be caught, you know, and then sent back to their country. Uh duh. But you know how it is over there. We don't like Anything new in America? Because at, every, at some point throughout history, it's always been like a different immigrant. Mm. Like first they hated the, the the blacks, then they hated the Italians, then they then then they hated like well who, who did they the Mexicans like and then they well now they hate the Muslims like it just moves on like in that like it's it's a, it's a country supposedly made of immigrants, mm-hmm. but they have to hate on another immigrant race before they get let in. Mm. Like you, you have to pay your dues. It's like a hazing period. That's all it is. Everybody gets hazed before before they get let in. It's, it's all it is. <laughs> but right now there's a petition out for 21 Savage to basically free him and make sure he don't get deported. But you see, if he was to get deported back to the UK, yeah, come around this side of the pond, yeah, I feel like he'll hate it. He won't, he won't have the same kind of lordship following that he has in America because them man put celebrities on pedestals of like, 
I want to say gods, but you know, like yeah, yeah like leaders, like they don't, they don't. It still be different for him here. You see, Twenty One Savage is my favorite American rapper. Really? Yeah, he is. Wow. I actually could say that. Like, he's my favorite American rapper. But I feel like I wouldn't overreact how them motherfuckers in America with them stupid idiots, <laughs> like you said, the way they worship all of this clout. Tattoo, tattoo, all knife tattoos in 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 um in solidarity for him, like all over their foreheads. They come to the airport, join hands. It's a knife. You know, it's a knife. Jolting, but I don't think he would like it here because you can't carry straps. Well. And I feel like Twenty One always talks about his strap and facts. He's just gonna come here like what? Man can't bear arms. I boy. I can't smoke weed. <laughs> this place is shit. <laughs> I mean, you can't can't not do those things here if you know you follow my drill, drill. Get it? I... But speaking of, uh, but uh, sorry, let me just finish my uh, point on immigration. Fuck them, man, innit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because they they treat immigrants like well, when it comes okay, let's talk about the British government. Yeah, when it comes to immigrants, like oh, the bait is the worst thing that they I think England's done apart from slavery because you man invented that, um, <laughs> like European slavery, like you man invented that shit. But, like, one of the worst things they've done in modern history is with um, uh, people from the... Am I saying this right? The watershed? I, I hope that's the correct term. Or I'm just embarrassing myself. Like, when they invited everybody from the Caribbean and India during the war, innit, they said, come, come, come. We need people to basically do the regular day work, innit? Mm-hmm. So bare people from the Caribbean and all, like, the Imperial Isles that England, England used to own came here settled had a new life and became a part of society because they started putting in work so like let's say my my grandparents or my grandparents parents like they would have came here and stuff like that put in work and then boom the british government in in the noughties say ah oh, shit yeah we lost all the files on you man so you're in your 70s and 80s now oh that's so bad we're gonna have to send you back to your countries yeah so remember yeah. that, don't you remember that when that happened no, I no? Remember that. oh shit so yeah that happened um and that was one of the worst things that happened over here like in recent history when it comes to immigration and that but um for me anyway but obviously you've got the immigration now moving moving stiff because of brexit and we're like they're not letting in anybody from syria or the middle east or anything like that and all of that nonsense so you know fuck <laughs> fuck the immigration man then like we all understand that yeah you need immigration officers to protect your borders because obviously you don't want all madness is coming into your country, but at the same time, immigrants built your country, so allow it. Yeah, I don't know. You want to break down this? Like, I don't want to rush into this. This, this, because I think like this is going to be our main topic. But like, you know, with Twenty One Savage being hood drama, you were telling me about some hood drama that happened before. Do you want to push that to later? Yeah. A lot of Babylon politics. Babylon for born. See this poli- politics thing? Yeah, it's long. I never see myself as a politician. I don't like to be out there <laughs> doing. <laughs> Dude. The next speaker of the house, Mr. Anonymous T, everybody. But, yeah, man, like, it's sad to see close boys fall out of a dumb shit. Matter of fact, it's not even dumb. There's a valid it's, reason. It's a valid reason for the fall out. Yeah. But dumb movements by by people that you regard as uh, they want. Yeah, man. You need to check your boys, innit? I feel like the people you have around you, I forget check. Or girls, if you, you know, we're talking to females as well. Just have, every now and then, just, just bang them in the face, see what yeah, happens. Yeah, slap them in the back of the head and, like, for no reason, just let them know, like, don't fuck up in it because there's more of what this came from. But and, and be ready to take it vice versa. Yeah. But, yeah, basically, um, the editing studio has been 
crazy, man. There's been a lot of politics in there, a lot of members from different... Unfortunately, due to work restraints, I haven't been able to visit the editing studio in a hot minute. So yeah, no, I can't. Obviously. I can't really speak on this. Editing studio has been... A couple phases have been missing because obviously I go there, headphones in, doing this work, doing this editing... And a couple of the man them have been missing lately, so obviously I had to ask my boy, Yo, what's going on? Where the man them at? I ain't seen the man them in a minute. And then, boy, we fall into an hour and a half conversation of a couple of man gone jail, three the man them, three two of the man them, close boys, good guys as well, fam. I was very disappointed when I heard this. It's upsetting to see people that you got love for go down for situations. Fuck pen, isn't it? Yeah, like, and it's things what, like, they had to do as men. Like, they, they held it down. They're holding it down. But freedom and them, man, it's just sad because I'm, I'm, it's disappointing. But <clears throat> from what I've gleaned from the story, because <laughs> the story's so deep, can't even really break yeah, it down Yeah, I don't even want to explain it to me. But from, from the things that we can, you know, like, put out there, it's like, not be not. I want. I don't want to say be careful with the people you have around you because you know you you should be. You should be aware of who you surround yourself with, especially when you come from a background that necessarily doesn't have the greatest family uh, stability, and then you have uh, friends around you who become to replace that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to be very very careful who you choose to put in place of that, and when you do have the people who you trust within that place, you have to still be aware of those. Same people because those same people can turn around and literally Judas you. And if you don't know what I'm referring to, stab you in the back. Or if I'm for a better non religious <laughs> uh, version of that, they will Julius Caesar you, stab you in the back. Yeah, it's crazy. What Et tu brute. <laughs> it's crazy to, see, crazy to see what your closest dog can do to you, innit? Like, if you really, like, it, like if you really want to. Uh, get the nitty gritty of what we're saying just rewatch Shiro's story because yeah it's practically that that's exactly it's what practically happened. that yeah without like i'm we'll, like omit some parts and omit some names and like well you can you can glean what we're talking about all right <laughs> do your googles if you don't know what Shiro's story is white people do your fucking googles freedom and them i don't know why that was so venomous i i apologize <laughs> uh, yeah freedom hill freedom and them come on <laughs> i meant said freedom hill uh but listening to way too much drill but talking about crashing and all types of draw metaphors, yeah. I heard you were involved in a vehicular manslaughter incident. Yeah, man. Fucking hell, like, RIP to my full, whip. Was it full GTA? Like, did you have to drag a man out of the car, run him over a couple of times, or what was it? That's did, shit did, that did, you, did, you, did you have to shoot him through the windscreen? Or was it a straight drag him out? Or did you jump in the passenger seat and then kick him out? You know what? Luckily, in this situation, I was in the right. Right. So he was... Wait, aren't you always in the right, though? Of course, even if I'm in the wrong, we're going to make sure we resolve this in a situation where I'm right. Anyway, so this guy, I'm in the car, I'm at a red light. I'm just obviously... It's like 5.44 in the morning. Obviously, I'll be lurking. (laughs) (laughs) Out here carrying these words, ready to get banged up. Come on. If you want to let the man know what lurking means, we'll appreciate that, Brooks. All right. So, um, depending on what situation you're in, uh, lurking can be considered hanging around anywhere suspiciously or inconspicuously at a location. Lurking. Waiting for something or someone to happen. And for a reference track, you can go and listen to 6-7 Feet Git featuring gigs, Lurking. Lurking. Um, so a man was lurking in the streets 5.44 in the morning I'm at a red light 
Obviously, I know cameras are about. I'm just vibes into my music. And all I feel is this crazy impact from behind. That's what she said. Oh, fucking my hell. God. 2019, give it to me. Wow. Fucking <laughs> that shit. But, listen, this is serious, okay? Right, I'm no, still no, go injured. On. Go on. And I'm traumatized by the situation. So, this guy is smashed into the back of <laughs> Pow, 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 take it. Oh, you dirty girl. As he's done that, he's swerved to the right. Hit my car in the back bumper, scratched up the whole right side, and he's... So as soon as that's happened... Was he Asian? No, I'm kidding. That was very racist of me. I'm so sorry, because I love Asian people. I don't know why I did that. I'll be on the apology tour soon. I apologise. <laughs> um, it was an old black man. Ah, oh, okay. So... That- well, there, they are. There I go. Then you see, that's what I get straight back for saying what I said. There you go. He was an uncle. Bloody niggers! They can't. They can't drive for shit. Fuck. No. <laughs> Jumped out the whip. They should be in the one. field running. Sorry, I don't know why I'm still doing that. <laughs> like you see, when he done that, like it was, it happened so quick that at the moment all this adrenaline's rushing, I'm about to run man down because I'm assuming he's gonna drive off in it. He's gonna do a hit and run. So I'm active right now. I've jumped out. I've put the belly on. I'm ready to go. So I run out in front of him. He's obviously clocked the situation. He's As soon as he jumped out, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. He was an old man and he just constantly kept saying, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He put his hands on his head like he knew he was in wrong. And he's an uncle, bro. I can't really do nothing to that. So I put my hand on his shoulder. I was like, uncle, are you okay? He said, I'm cool. I said, have you got insurance? He said, yeah. I said, don't worry, my guy. Accidents happen. Sort of love. Just throw your insurance details this way. So hold on. So let's let's replay that scenario. Uh, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, my friend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, do you have insurance? No. Right. My wife so th- has insurance. <laughs> so then we'd be having a totally different conversation because if you didn't have insurance, I don't think you'd be very kind to him, would you? Boy, I'm taxing him right there, and I'm taking his car. <laughs> Sign over that pink. Give me your shoes. Give me your shoes right All now. All of that. And I'll, and I'll pay for your cab. I'm not that deep. But yeah, bro, basically exchange insurance details. And rest in peace to my whip. I'm not going to expose your name. Yes, I've named my vehicle. My right-hand woman. Wow, let's talk about that for a second. So you believe your car has a name? My car? I don't believe it, I know. Oh, you've, sorry, I apologise. You've given your car a name? Yes. And you've assigned your a sex to the vehicle? Yeah, it's my babes. Right, and do you speak to this vehicle? Of course, we've done M-Way trips together, like oh, three-hour hmm. trips there, three hours back, all driving eight hours a day, bro. That's my bit. That's my, like I said, that's my right hand, bro. Me and, and that do you, d- d- does the car, whatever the car's name is, does it speak back to you? It does, and I'm starting to starting to feel offence to the fact that you're calling it a car and you're not referring to it by its name. But I don't, I mean, I'm not going to expose the name, so I'm letting you slide with this one. I think I'm and right now it's an emotional topic because I've lost my babes. Oh, it's very emotional. All right, I can I can tell that right off. I think I'm going to schedule in for another session because I I I think the. Just come in again. We'll we'll talk about that on a separate. You saying that I was up? No, we'll, we'll talk about that one on a separate note. But please, so the the, the vehicle that can talk to you, yeah, my is babes. now currently. Would you say dead? Um, it's definitely under life support. It's been plugged into the machines. They're running diagnostics right now to find out how much damage she's received. <sighs> So, um, I'm just waiting on the call from the lawyer to basically tell me they're telling me most likely it's right off. 
And um, will you be willing to pull the plug on said uh, <sighs> dying vehicle? Start crying. Listen, hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully I can get my babes back. I definitely miss you. April, it was going to be four years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious, bro. I've had that whip for almost four years. Me and that whip, M-Way trips and back. Done a lot. Done a lot together. A lot of fed chases. <laughs> <laughs> she knows where the bodies are buried. All of that. Mm. All of that. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. He believes he owns Herbie. And the fact that I had to clean up my car was... Because obviously they came to take it. Oh, right, right. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) So you normally don't clean out your car? I forgot about like secret compartments and shit that I had put in the car. You best hope they don't find any evidence on you, boy. Boy, I think I've hit all the compartments up. So we good. (laughs) Rest in peace to my babes, man. (laughs) Never be forgotten. Um, Speaking of things that are dying or, you know, could be laying to rest right now, uh, I'm feeling like a dead man with all these fucking pains after this car accident. Have they given you any medication? Yeah, man, they've given me a whole bunch of pills, but I'm not taking. I'm not popping no pill. Do I like a pill head? <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm falling asleep on the podcast, uh, tapping me on my face. Fuck that. Uh, Fuck illegal medication. I'm not about that. I'm not uh, trying to support your hustle. I know you guys are racking in billions of dollars. You know what I'm doing, bro? Tell me what you're doing. I'm smoking on this purple right now. Right. smoking on the star dog shout out to the sponsor for that chronic pain you're hitting that chronic yeah because I have been feeling a lot of pain like I think an hour and a half two hours bro my back was feeling fucked because you see what it was when people are in accidents and they told me oh I'm suffering from whiplash I'm just looking at them like chatting shit fam be quiet like you're trying to call in sick from work you're trying to avoid doing your mum favours <laughs> so you're just out here chatting shit but you really do like my back is fucked I'm feeling this shit in my leg yeah man it's crazy all right, so before you ruin my earlier segue, I'm going to try and do another one right here and put it in nice and slick. Speaking of pain in legs, people are running on their last legs right now are the people of Venezuela. Welcome you see what me. I did there? You see what I had to do there? I see what you right, did. okay, so what do you mean Wagwan for Venezuela? You don't know Wagwan in Venezuela? Break it down, I'm not sure. So Venezuela, um, them man, <clears throat> they're broke. That's the best way I can put it to you. They are flat broke. And the leader, what? the current... No, 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 no. What kind of broke? You don't understand, you don't understand. Them niggas are broke. The country is a broke. Do you understand that? Yeah? So broke that they're in debt to everyone and people are trying to come collect and then certain people are like, oh, allow them because they're really fucked. Like, people can't eat. Like, people are eating out of bins. Fucked. Uh, mad protests on the street. Fucked. A situation where one man has claimed the presidency and the current president is still be like, nah, 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 I'm president. So let me break it down for you. Um, they're broke. The, the president is sitting right there right now. How am I forgetting his name? Pfft, forgive me. Um, he's like, yeah, 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 it's cool. Don't worry. Uh, like Money's coming. Chill, chill, chill. Like Everything's all right. And then basically people out in the streets being like, nah, fuck this, allow it. Like We need help. We need money. We need food. Like You need to fix this situation. Mm. And then to those people, he's going out in secret and being like, pow, 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 pow. Shh, you said nothing. <laughs> so he's out here like beating up the centers, kidnapping people, torturing them. There's people trying to escape from Venezuela, just like back in Cuba, back in the day. Um, and then this other brother, forgetting his name, he's like, he's the, like, the speaker of the house. He's like, 
I claim myself president of the country. Oh, Ross, so everyone's just claiming whatever you want. Game, a Game of Thrones situation, isn't it? Oh, like, wow. so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm claiming presidency, but he's getting like, don't get me wrong, people are like him, people like him, people are backing him. So he's um, gaining support. So he's, he's, he's got support and he's gaining support. And like people people are running away from the government. Even even up to the other day, this other brother was on news. Like, like he was a uh, part of the cabinet. I can't even remember what, what position he sat at, but he was a part of the cabinet. And he's basically saying, yeah, the current president, fuck that nigga. The new guy, yeah, he's doing shit. But I'm going to stay right here in California. <laughs> so Venezuela's moving mad. And, and obviously Trump's trying to, you know, move in there. Let's send the troops in. Let's go fuck they shit up. Yeah. Let's take back Venice White. Look, write that down. <laughs> I love it. So that he's trying to move in like a like a madman. Uh, other countries have been, like I said earlier, being like, no, allow them. They clearly need like humanitarian aid, all that shit. So Venezuela is currently like a uh, clusterfuck. Wow. And um, yeah, that man need help. That's mad. So, you know. That's happening on the global scale of things. What are you saying? Should we send them a brick over there for them Boy, to Boy, I mean, I feel like... Because <laughs> <laughs> you imagine like, sending drugs to Venezuela. Yeah. I'm not saying that Venezuela sends drugs to anywhere else. <clears throat> Support <clears throat> the hustle. You know what? This would be a perfect time for the cartels to move in um, and basically take... I mean, I'm not saying that some of their money isn't already flooded into Venezuela, but if I was a cartel, you know, wannabe leader... And I had pockets full of money. I would f- flood the government True. slash, you know, the people's uh, uh, aid, and slowly move in like a disease, and then use Venezuela as a hub to move drugs all around the world. And because I control the government, they can't say shit. Well, you heard it. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, up more evidence against. <laughs> This is just hypotheticals, obviously. So you know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't get me thought crime. I hear you. Minority Report much? Have you seen that film? I haven't. Right, it's no. about thought crime. Look it up. But yeah, Venezuela. Should I go there for a bit? See what I'm going. <laughs> we can right. do like journalists, innit? it? Like you know, come back with like with a report and everything. I hear you. What we type can of get, drugs we can, do they partake in? We, coca- that's the, the only. Co- I mean, I'm not saying coke. that they they only fuck with coke, but the best production would be cocaine. Because the, temp- the temperature is perfect and soil's perfect for it. They don't have like anything special. I'm not sure if they've got the um, you know the one that you can kidnap people with, the one that just knocks yeah, like yeah, turns yeah, you to yeah, a zombie yeah. basically, and like you can just be like in all the two thousand moves. Go here, yeah. walk here, like go get this money out. That one, I think they might have that one there, but I'm not hundred percent. I can't give you uh, like facts on that one. But yeah, man, Venezuela is all about that cocaína. So now is the perfect time for us to move in, man. Capitalize on the whole market. Come on. <laughs> Uh, profit off the suffering of these people like when what I mean the government's already doing it what, what are we doing you know just continuing the cycle there's nothing wrong with that nothing at all nothing at all just like how we're gonna get these kids hooked on it by selling them confidence this is this the Listen. look alright bigger picture right we, we infiltrate Venezuela we build it up as a drug hub and then we use those same drugs to send to the drill artists that are singing about confidence. There you go. Therefore, capitalising the entire market, cutting out all middlemen. And we, can use, and we can use the same advertising company that advertised the Fire Festival. Because <laughs> those guys are good. Yeah. One of my, one of my favourite guys from that documentary was the uh, PR guy who basically went absolutely crazy while working for the company. The Asian dude mm. with the slick back surfer yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they drove they, they they drove that guy insane. Cause even the during the documentary was like, I couldn't wait 
for them to get caught. Literally. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> he did the whole evil laugh and everything. Why are you fucking lying? That's a, that's a dead meme I just brought back. Well done. Look at me. You know what I found out this week? I, you, I mean, we find out things every day, and that's that's the thing about our, our, our capacity to learn. And but isn't that wonderful? Something that like stood out that like was kind of crazy. So I found out, yeah, that when people first, obviously, man's always strapped. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, a man always uses those rubbers, but apparently, like the first form of condom was, was a sheep bladder, pig, pig intestines. Ah. So apparently these men were chopping up these pigs, obviously eating that, and then using certain parts. But isn't that, that okay? Hold on, before 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 you condemn. Okay, I personally believe uh, my own personal belief is uh, pig for bun and social Babylon, uh, and I do not partake in the flesh of pig. But like, isn't it kind of ingenious that these men were able to utilize every part of the animal that they killed? Isn't that better than simply just throwing away? Like the parts that you don't want. They found a use for every single part of the animal. You, you have to commend them for that. Nah, my guy. Who no, no, listen. I'm commending that, human ingenuity, but I'm I'm at the same time uh, casting down the fact that it was pork. Yeah, but like, couldn't that... All right. So, for example, when you're just looking for things to replace certain things with, or you're coming out of... Oh, like, for instance, the first person who put their mouth to a cow's udder to get the milk out because somebody to, had to do had to have facts, done that. Facts. And one, I saw one thing where a guy was sucking farts out of cow's asses to help their digestive and like, ingestion. Wow. And so, all sorts. Yeah, you know. Farmers be out here, you know. Farmers, they but be the ones that be doing... <laughs> doing all of this fuckery, bro. Because... <clears throat> Um, to help like certain animals on the farm give birth, you have to literally put your hand into them to reach and like you know so like farmers be out here. All right, boom. So you saying yeah, like they're using all the body parts for good use. I break down a little story. So my grandma, when I went to go link my grandma last year, mm-hmm. she was telling me how um she used to make cheese, mm-hmm. and the way she would make cheese is obviously she would put it into like um animal intestines and things like that, so like she can. Um, basically drain out the water from it and let it mature. Mm-hmm. So that's, I feel like, is acceptable. You're using it for, like, food to, like, consume it. However, putting it on your dick and then putting it in a woman, so doesn't that mean, like... Isn't that, like, animal <laughs> sex? Like, what's, what's that? What's the correct term? Bestiality. Bestiality. No. Like, isn't that because, bestiality? No, because no, you're technically beating no. your wife with a bit of the pork as well, like, with no. a bit of the pig. So it's a threesome. You're, you're running a train on your wife... <laughs> But with an animal, like that's disgusting, bro. Oh my god! That point you put uh. it to use for beneficial things such as eating, not beat, bro. That's disgusting. Don't disagree with what you're saying, but at the same time, I have to say I have to say that their ingenuity was brilliant because, like I said, they're using every part of the animal and nothing's going to waste. That's a good thing. But why not use like a thin type of material or like it was what was available at the time they else. listen they didn't used to wash for god's sake like what would you mean like that's the least of you you know what you have to rate them for you to try to get use protection first of all yeah because that man didn't use a bait let alone fucking use using a, a pig intestine as a condom that, yeah? you can use a shopping bag or something <laughs> man said a shopping bag plastic like a, why is the I don't know. Studio shaking. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's an earthquake happening. Maybe maybe a demon's being summoned. I don't know. I'm I'm not in control of any of that. You saying it's that? Time you want to talk to the technician? Because I don't want to go over there. 
But I'll let you know the application for the Ulu gang <laughs> was has been sent by myself. So that's me. So who's them. who's the sacrifice? I think well the conversation that we had <laughs> when this topic arrived was individual one. But I don't think individual one is worthy enough to be no. the sacrifice. I feel like he's I think the closest we need to, to us. We need to, we need to, we need to move out of that the closeness and and we need, we need to sacrifice somebody who's unworthy of our of our friendship. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm down for that. All right, you heard us. You heard us. You heard it here first. Ulu gang, join us. Come on, or recruit us. Do you think that's that's a good note to end it on? Like us trying to get recruited. Yeah, no. Come on, you have to listen. How do you think everyone else is blowing? Right, some blood sacrifices, like some paganistic rituals, and we're good to go. Like, why not us? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Come on, free the man, them. Get 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 the razor blade. Oh, we're doing. It now. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, now, nah, big man thing, free the man, them, and like certain people, I forget banging it. Like, I don't want to speak violence on people, but when you do certain things, you deserve certain f- reactions. Certain man deserve. Certain lady. actions deserve certain consequences, and what we do in. What we do in our life and what we do in society represents that, innit? And like, karma might not be real, religion might not be real, but what goes around comes around, innit? And I'll just leave it there. Oh, yeah, it's gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know what? That's like, that's, that's what would you call it? Um, right in, in the case, they're just gonna play that part. Yeah. In the, like, right there with the testimony. <laughs> and then that like soldier boy. <laughs> Niggas. <laughs> uh, that smoking gun. That's it. I'm sent to prison. It's a wrap. And then now you're soulmates with Billy. <laughs> hey, so uh, do you want to put on a festival in the prison? Literally, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, right? We set up the biggest Billy. Fuck off. <laughs> Come on. Uh, shout out to man like Billy, innit? Man like Billy. Do we free Billy? No. Billy should be in prison. Billy deserve length. Yeah? Billy, Billy deserve time. He looked at me, he said, I'm not going to jail. <laughs>